Listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. We got Kenny in Canterbury. G'day, Kenny. G'day, Sassy. How's it going? Good, thanks, Kenny. Good, good. Hey, I reckon uh, Fozzie's got a good running at this greatest front row because I've never seen 15 men go backwards so much ever before in a year. <laughs> oh, you've started from fire. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good that's chat. From, that's good from you, Kenny. Thanks, mate. <laughs> All right. Cheers, Dad. Cheers, buddy. Ian Foster. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. Um, 0800 150 I wasn't expecting that. That caught me completely off guard. Off guard. Reset, reset. 0800 150 Best scrummages. World rugby ever. I'll go ever. You've got a lot to pick from. Darren in Aussie. G'day, Darren. Hey, Steffi. How are you? Good, Darren. Like your topic, yeah. Uh, get out there. Uh, two two jumped into my head straight away, and um, first of all was Carl uh, Heyman. Yep. Um, got to meet him, and I just don't remember him ever being bested. I remember when he said he was going overseas, I was genuinely gutted because um, I thought he just had so much more to give to All Black Rugby. Mm. So, so uh, it was that one, and the other one that jumps to mind, and, and just because he was, well, he lived up to his name, was the Beast. For South Africa, yeah, um, Beastman and I, re- I remember at one point he lifted up one of the locks to take a kickoff, and the lock went over his head and was literally pointing with his head down on the ground, and he just stood there and held him, yeah, and then flipped him over and put him down. And I just thought that's just incredible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was he was incredible, and he and I loved that every time he got the ball in South Africa, the whole crowd just Chanted beast. It was uh, yeah, and it, like yeah, oh. and when they interviewed him, he was just such a humble guy. You know, like you knew he'd done it the hard way. Yeah, he made. Um, he got sponsored by. Now I'm just trying to think because I don't think they have Marmite, but it was something like that in South Africa. And seventy percent of his annual income came from this one sponsorship, and he had billboards. Uh, spruiking, it was either a marmite or a vegemite, some sort of yeast spread, and it, and it was like a little bit goes a long way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, he was that's a brilliant. tremendous man. Oh. You're right. Yeah, you get, you're going to have a lot of people ringing in, but I, I just thought they're probably not the greatest, but they're two that just jumped into my head straight away. So great stuff. Yeah, awesome. There's, there's, I could list I could list fifty more. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Well, I'll sit back and listen. Well, I'm looking forward to the contributions. Thanks, uh, Darren. Always good to hear from you. Thanks, mate. Cheers, buddy. Darren out of Melbourne. You can do your thing and give us a yell. Uh, we go to Gizzy. Talk to Joe. G'day, Joe. Yeah, hey, Steffi. No, first five. I played first five, second five centre, mate. I wasn't going to put my head in uh, <laughs> where it didn't go, buddy. Hey, there's a few there's a few uh, marbles loose in those boys. But uh, I grew up uh, watching you know, Auckland rugby in the 80s, and you couldn't go pound for pound. I think best all-black front rower in my... 48 years of watching rugby would be uh, Steve McDowell. Right. Who, for the size of him, if you ever meet him, right, he's not a big man, but all him, Fitzy, who would just talk a scrum. Yeah. You know, he didn't need to be in it. He'd just talk it and it'd go his way. And uh, and the quiet assassin, Olo Brown, who's yeah. 
who uh, you know whose back never never was was always straight and never arched. Those three in all backs and a, and an Auckland front row were outstanding for the size of them in that era. Mm. And I think you know I. I don't know what goes on in there. Nobody knows, really. Referees don't know. You know commentators don't know. Um, but I think when you look at the size of those guys, and, like, you know, there were big South Africans in those days, Steph, mm. and the All Black scrum never went backwards in those days. You know, we didn't have big locks. You know, when you look at Carmo and Robin Brook, and, uh, yeah, they, they weren't big men, but that, that front row, I, I think, would have stood up anytime, anywhere. But I just think, I've met Steve Dow a few times and, and Olo Brown and like Steve McDowell's that was builder. But boy, what a absolute weapon he was. For me, for me, pound for pound. You know, huge guys like you're talking about the Beast and um, <laughs> the Tong and Thor. Yeah. Those guys are big, big men. So you'd expect them to be strong in a scrum. you expect them to dominate. Mm. But uh, I think when you, hopefully you'll get guys you know, who come through and uh, and will let you know players who just weren't big but oh, were absolutely strong as men. But uh, there you go. I'll kick you off that, that, that front row, even though I hate Auckland, mate, come from the bay. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but respect where it's due. Respect where it's due. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Top, All right, Steffi. Top man, good afternoon, brother. Cheers, boy. Uh, Joe out of Gizzi. I always remember um, Olo Brown. They always used to say, what did they say? He had a... He had a back like a coffee table. You could you could eat your lunch off Ollie Brown's back because it was so flat and so, he was so direct and didn't hinge. He was just so strong. And he's not a big man either. Um, not a big man either. Uh, let's go and chat to down in Cromwell, beautiful part of the world, Jeff the Ref. G'day, Jeff. Yeah, g'day, Steph. I miss you, buggers. I was way up the bloody bunda and there's no coverage there for a couple of three weeks. So oh. I believe there's a bit... But bloody happened over the last three weeks, but uh, which I didn't have any input. But uh, just quickly, before I get onto that front row stuff, is uh, uh, that uh, French referee? Uh, geez, there's one good thing if French and All Blacks make the final, he won't be doing it anyway. So thank God for that. <laughs> you know, that 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 was embarrassing from a referee that's been in the game like myself. That was embarrassing. Mm. He just uh, remind me when I started 27 years ago and got every law right in the book, but bugger the game, you know, Jesus. Um, but, you know, the All Blacks got a bit to work on. But getting to the front row, I read that uh, Colin Mead's book a while ago, and he he rated um, Keith Murdoch as, out of all, you know, the ones he used to play with and mark, because he used to mark him sometimes in the, play against him in the North-South games, and that was Keith Murdoch, and he was a tough bastard, comp- uncompromising. Mm. In fact, Mead's I don't know if you read read uh, Meadsy's book there, Staffy, but and the other tough bugger would be bloody my old mate Andrew Hoare, you know. Oh yes. Bloody, you know, Jesus, you know, they were tough buggers. I mean, uh, good country hard bath, and I think they've probably got too many counties and uh, really, I think too much in the gym, mate. We've got to get some more of these lads from the country, and Blackout is coming back hopefully, and um, two into the Fords, so. Yeah, they've just got to maybe get away from the gym and do some real work. Those raw-boned like guys, eh? The raw-boned ones that yep. run... Like Colomese used to put a U under each arm and run up hills with it. Oh! Yeah, I mean, that's... You know, back to the hard, tough... But, and that's mentally tough, too, not physically. Mentally tough. And that's where we're, you know, we're lacking the last 20 minutes of these games that we're, you know, either losing or, you know, and letting the teams back in. So, yeah... 
there's going to be a bit of work between now and the World Cup. It so sure does. But, um, we've, got the, we've got the team to do it, and um, yeah, just got to harden up. Get rid of rougher rugby. Starts at five years old, mate. Yes, that's yep. it. That is it. Yep. Yep, bring that ball rush and... Um, in the old days, you know, just we're going to have these kids up right through to the start playing the top end. Yeah. Mm. Good yep. stuff, bud. Yeah, no, good to talk to you again. I'm back in the buddy, back in the town, so it'll be good to listen to you buggers again, you and Smitty and Co and Sam. Yeah. Good to hear from you. Thanks, Jeff. Welcome back to uh, Civilisation. Uh, Jeff the Ref from Cromwell. Always enjoy his calls. As we do the next caller, uh, Tenakwe Ed. And I'm bro, bro, um, not talking about any musicians who are black caps today. <laughs> Neil Finn. <laughs> Boy, I just went, what? No, it's no spit on. You know, in your head, I'm going, you nothing. <laughs> We're talking props. What do you got for me, Ed? I got my front row for East Coast. I got old Sam Tangahui. Yep. Big, very big fella like... Uh, Looks a bit like Bill Bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got um, uh, Al Pahiovala, Darren McNay. Right. And I got Tony Stanton. Tony Stanton, proper player, that guy. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, solid as, but uh, pretty dangerous after we've had a feed of kinders, my bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lock him, lock him behind those guys. Oh, man. <laughs> well, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Have a good day, Sammy. You too, Ed. Oh, what a champion. Ed. Ed. Oh, there he goes. Um, best scrummages. We've had some good ones. We had a lot of texts, and actually, I won't read them all, but uh, the first one we got in uh, was Olo Brown, Osderont, Owen Franks. Yeah, Owen Franks makes a lot of lists. Uh, but give us a call 0800 150 811. Greatest scrummages. Anywhere, any world, any era, give us a yell. We'll come back with your calls after a break. Uh, back to the phones we go. The best scrummages that you can remember. Uh, Troy, g'day, Troy. Yeah, you, mate? Good, thanks, Troy. I'm on the boondocks here, so I don't know if you can hear me. Um, uh, modern time scrummages, um, Tony Woodcock, mate, boy, for me, what, what, I mean, he's just a legend, 106... 106 caps for the All Blacks. Um, yeah, mate, no one could take that guy on. Mm. He's st- and he's still a legend. You know, old school farmer. Actually, uh, he's still farming in Calcop. He's got a butchery there. But, um, you know, he held that position for a long time, mate. And uh, he never took a backward step. So, yeah. That's a and good job. Yep. Good bastard. Like that. I like that. Yes, the tea bag. Fantastic. That's your friend of mine's got his, um, got his jersey from the World Cup final. He's got a jersey up in the Puhoy Hotel, mate. Signed jersey up there. Is he? Fantastic. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. He uh, he enjoys he enjoys the odd beverage up there, and um, I've seen him up there with a few of the old boys, um, including Andrew Hoare, and uh, yeah, they were having a great time. That sounds good. That sounds old school rugby player. I like that. Good shout. He's on the list. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Savvy. Cheers, buddy. Here's Troy offering up Tony Woodcock, and you can't argue with that. Okay, now I've had a guess when this chap rings up, I've had a guess who he's going to say. Life member of Afternoons with Staffy, Zaid. G'day, Zaid. Good afternoon. 
Hello, Zaid. Who are you guessing? Offer talking or fussy? Yeah, it's not a bad shout. <laughs> I'm just thinking props in the black and white hoops. Uh, sorry, the blue and white hoops, uh, Zaid. So you tell me, who are the best scrummages that you reckon? Okay, yeah, Offer talking or fussy is good. Nepo Lala's not too bad. There's one I'm actually going to go. Uh, there is a guy that I'm going to go in Aussie, and that's Tony on the Tupo. Yep. He's probably the only Aussie that you can really like. He's just, well, he's kind of a bit of a Kiwi, a bit of a Tongan. You know, he could have played for New Zealand, but played for Australia. But he's a beast. He's a prop that can score tries as well. Yes. Um, you've got Owen Franks, who couldn't score a try. <laughs> he couldn't. never scored a try. I know. What about um? The big boy, I think he owns a Sterling Sports these days, old Wyatt Crockett. Oh, my God. Crockzilla. Now, was he a great scrummager? You don't reckon he was? He went through a period where he just kept getting penalised. And people, teams used to gang off him. I think he sorted it out towards the end of his career. But I'm, I'm happy to put Crockzilla down. Well, I don't know if he was a good scrummer, but he, he, played, he, played a, he played a crap time if you want. The most played prop, I'm pretty sure he'll be up there for that record. Yeah, he's, he's and, done a um, heap of Super Rugby caps, yeah. One of my other favourite Blues players would have to be Charlie Farmer Wiener. Oh, there's a good one. Hadn't thought of him. He was fantastic. That big boy. I think he, what was he, about 134, 135? He was a he unit. He was one of the more solid dudes going out there. And um, he's going overseas now. But um, if you have to give, he's not a bad scrummer, but if you have to give one of the best turnaround stories in rugby, it's Kaunoka Tiafi, you know? Yeah. Coming from 170 kgs and telling them that you need to get your life sorted out. He came came through the Chiefs, signed for the Blues, um, got some games with the All Blacks, and now he's off to Montpellier. Time to go cash in. Yeah, you know that was a great story. That's, a, that's just a resurrection story. It's probably one of the best ever rugby stories I've heard of. Some guy that wasn't even really playing rugby. He was just, or was he just a security guard? Yeah, and he was huge. Yeah, he was huge. And what's that big, the big South African dude? I can't remember what his name was, but. Osterant. Wasn't he like one of the most paid South African dudes, a prop? I can't remember his name, though. Oh, uh, there was the Beast. There was Osterant. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, the Beast. Yeah, yeah. And Duplessis. And I don't know if he was good at scrumming, but I, he seems like quite a cool character, Joe Marler. Yeah, he's different, isn't he? He's different. I yeah. don't know if he's a good scrummager or not. That, and that's the thing. I don't know about the dark arts myself. But, um, but yeah, his book's quite good. Um, it's called Lucid by Joe Marler. Okay. Okay. It's not a bad read. Haven't you had Mike Cron on your show before? I think I have had him once before. Yes. Yeah, that's right. And you were talking about like how he's saying they did, they did like he looked for like um the ballet dancers and that for a, a scrum. You yeah. know what something would be cool, right? If they did a wrestle off with the with the props, I reckon, <laughs> like a wrestling comp. Put them in the octagon. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're always <laughs> thinking of dudes in the wrestling ring. Oh, and those leotards. That'd be magnificent. Yeah. Good stuff. I reckon so. that'd be pretty good. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Have a good day, mate. We go to Dunedin, talk to Cliff. G'day, Cliff. G'day, Steffi. How you doing today? Good, Cliff. That's good. Hey, I've always looked back at the days through the 80s and 90s. You know, I was a Tiger man. We always struggled a wee bit in the scrum. We didn't really have big props or we didn't have the big season hard men like the Auckland, Waikato and Canterbury boys, but yeah, it was a tough look at times, but we battled. I tell you, one of the best battles I remember seeing one day was Olo Brown, Fitzy, Craig Dowd versus Graham Purvis, Richard Lowe, and Warren Gatlin. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, that was a pretty damn good-looking front rows. Purvis was a tough scrummager, great prop. 
and Richard Lowe on the other side against Olo Brown, Dowd, and uh, and uh, Fitzy. And I thought because those Waikato team in those days in the nineties, they had a great team: Richard Jerram and Monkley, uh, John Mitchell. They had uh, Steve they had Gordon. Good Steve, Steve Gordon and um, oh, who was the other? Was that Mark Coxley? Mark Cooksley, yeah, Cooksley was there. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, Auckland team of those days, Richard Fromont and Robin Brook, uh, you know, Zinni Brook. Uh, yeah, just just a quality. Michael Jones, quality teams. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I think back, is is rugby better than it was then? I don't know. I think I think there was more... There was more quality players. I, I don't I think... It's hard to know. I'm, uh, the game, is it better? I, I watched the game recently. Otago played uh, Southland. I saw the shorts of it and I thought, gee, this is a great game. Was, everything was so good pace. Mm. You know, Forster, Stewie Forster was half back that day. And uh, the Otago the back line was real sharp. And the loose and the forwards got round the park well. They, they, they uh, It was just a good, good sort of game. But... I remember, you know, those battles when we played Ranfilly Shield against Auckland. We got we got knocked over in the in on the scrums, and you know, ladder got penalised. I think uh, we lost the Ranfilly Shield challenge against Auckland, but you know, we were competitive, but just not in the scrum, and mm. that was that was where it hurt you at times. If you if you were under pressure, you might have got a guy in the bin, and uh, or you know, just give away penalties, but. You know, I've seen some tough old men, you know, like guys like, uh, oh, he was the Wellington prop. Cal, um, uh, he didn't go to South Africa in 1970. He retired the year before, and I think that, that hurt us. Um, he was the prop, played for the All Blacks through quite a bit of the 60s. I've just lost his name. King, Gr- you know, uh, guy, King Gray? King Gray. Yeah, King Gray. Very good prop. Yeah. And him and, him and old... Uh, the guy that was sent home, the Tiger boy, Keith Murdoch. Yeah, Mur- him and Murdoch in the front row would have been a tough side to go up against. Yes, yes, yes. Good shout, but, uh, Don't don't forget you had Muse and Hoft for a while there. Yeah, well, that was the day when we got Hal, Cole Heyman, Keith Muse, Cole Hoft, Clark Dermody, uh, Joe McDonnell. We suddenly had four or five. Well, we had six good props. That's why I think we were. Suddenly competitive in the mid to about 2005, 2006. Mm. We had James Ryan played for the All Blacks, Tom Donnelly, uh, Simon Mayling. Yeah, Simon Mayling. And then we had a very good loose forward. We had Josh Blackie, who, who was actually ahead of uh, yeah. old um, McCaw. And he played McCaw in the Colts. They were both in the Colts at the same time. And then we had the number eight, who, who was from North Harbour. Uh, just lost his name too. But yeah, sometimes you think of a lot of people and you can't suddenly get a name out. Yeah, I know, but, I know. But, but, uh, yeah, but they had that first five who came down from North Harbour. He went overseas. He was playing with uh, with our, well, supposedly our best first five ever, you know. I'm just trying to think. I've lost his name as well. Yeah, now. I can't think of that but, as well. But Cliff, good shout. We've got to go to news. Appreciate it. Some great yeah, names there. Have a great day. You too, buddy. Some fantastic names from yesterday. We'll go to new sport and weather. We'll come back. Well, listen, Buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Yeah.
Had some great, <clears throat> great text messages through. Let's get through some of the names. Brown, Durant and Franks. Oh, I've read that one. Sorry. Uh, next one, Staffy. Uh, uh, that's a softball. Staffy, I watched the softball and we were 5-1 up. And words to myself as I turned off the TV, we've got this well. What a shock. Uh, the best props I've seen, Billy Bush and John Ashworth. Good luck against those two from Mark. Fantastic. Billy Bush. Weather for Wellington, cloudy. Weather for Wellington, cloudy, apparently. Um, just need a new prop for the news. Um, props. Here's an old joke. Did you hear about the Irish rugby scout uh, that went to Australia to sign up the prop that got Jack Newton? But a boom. If you know your golf, you know what that is. Billy Bush. He came on against the Lions in Christchurch to the crowd chanting, Unchained Billy, Unchained Billy. The Lions prop had just destroyed the new all-black prop, whose name escapes me. Billy lined up, scrum goes down, Lions prop left the field holding his jaw. He was magnificent in South Africa. PJ, good memories. Good memories. Hey, guys, it has to be my old coach, Billy Bush. The guy was a beast. Cheers from Tomo. Look at all this Billy Bush love. Uh, Nigel Walsh, the current South Canterbury coach, he was a gun in his time and would have gone far had he not buggered up his neck. It's from Logan and Christchurch. He's a great man, Nigel Walsh. Had him on the show a couple of times. Good rugby man to make a transport. Uh, Staffy, of the players I've seen, these are mine. Uh, Yanni Duplessis, yes, I was a big fan of Bismarck Duplessis as well. Don't know about a scrumgeon. Jeez, he was he's a weapon. Olo Brown, Graham Price, Fran Cotton, Oz Durant, Phil Orr, and Steve McDowell. Uh, and Ken says, this is probably for you, Dino. Uh, Ken did go to the softball last night, and it was just amazing, and he will go again. I'm pleased you enjoyed it, Ken. Atmosphere looked amazing. Uh, Mark has said, Jazz Muller. Anyone who trims the hedge with a motor mower has got to be in the conversation. <laughs> Did he? He held the lawnmower up to trim the hedge. Oh, you've got to have some strong arms and shoulders to do that. Uh, Kent Lambert and Gary Knight. Now I should take my green and white eye patches off. No, leave them on. Kent Lambert and Gary Knight. Axel. Yes. Flower bomb. Didn't deter him. Flower bomb from the plane. Hit him square in the head. Just shook it off. Carried on. Tough man, Gary Knight. Staffy, late 70s, early 80s, John Spears played a few games for the All Blacks. Never number one choice consistently, but had a reputation of being an immovable force at scrum time and was incredible in the mall situation. Now, John Spears, was he counties? I feel like he was counties, bald chap. Was he Waikato? And I think he was counties, John Spears. Um, that in the... Hank Harbrocken days. Oh, some tough men. Jim Coe. I was lucky enough to meet Jim Coe a couple of years ago. What a wonderful man he is, a county's man. And their um, <clears throat> highest caps ever flanker. Don't escape me name because he's a legend. Um, Dawson, Alan Dawson. Met him as well. Great county's men. Uh, from Mike. Ian Mighty Mouse McLaughlin from Scotland. Yes, sir. He was brilliant. And Ken Gray from the All Blacks. That's from Mike. 0800 150 Lines are free. Share your prop stories. We're getting some goodies. Hey, Staffy, wasn't Steve McDowell a black belt at Taekwondo from Sean? I think it was judo. Uh, I, and Gary Knight was a wrestler, went to the Commonwealth Games and I think won a bronze medal. I think Steve McDowell was judo. Um, I'll see if I can find out for you. I'll leave that one there. Uh, Jazz Muller, 
Taranaki prop and all black. He used to trim his hedge with a lawnmower. There's another one from Rick. <laughs> he did do his hedge with a lawnmower. Fantastic. Best scrummaging prop, Owen Franks, end of. Fantastic scrummager. Staffy, my uncle Scott Crichton. Hickory told him he was the best scrummager he ever played against and ever played with and was a huge reason he moved from Bayfleni to Wellington because he'd rather play with him than against him. Other than him, Osderont, Ollie Brown and Carl Heyman. So Scott Crichton, when he propped Wellington, was the other prop, Brian McGratton, I think, uh, and Bill Thovenbutty, was he after them? There's yeah, been some good props over the years. Loving it. Uh... Can you go past the powerhouse front? So sorry. Can you go past the powerhouse Welsh front three trio of Price, Windsor, and Faulkner? Destroyed everything put in front of them for Wales and the Lions in the 1970s. Paul from Christchurch, I'll take your word on that. I will take your word on that. We've had another one for Carl Heyman as well. And Sean Fitzpatrick, um, under. Under-heralded, unheralded scrummager, but should have been. He was fantastic in the scrum. More for Keith Murdoch, some more for Muse and Hoft. Uh, Malcolm Marks, yes. Gosh, he's an impact player. Um, and he seems to be the bench guy because he can come on for South Africa now. He is a big man, big man. Um, Taniella Tupo, Owen Franks. Uh, more for Nepo Laulala. Um Moody doesn't get a lot of love, but he is a weapon in the scrum. Josh says that. Yes, Moody, Joe Moody. Um, let's hope he's back fully firing next year for the World Cup. Um, had a lot of Carl Heymans as well. So keen for you to share your props. Best scrummages. We've had a couple of hookers. Had a couple of hookers, but best scrummages. Who hasn't been mentioned that I thought would be mentioned? Um... I remember, I think I've told you the story when Perry Harris went to the South African <clears throat> tour in 76. They had to send for a prop and they sent for Perry Harris, but they meant to send for Gary Knight or was it Kent Lambert? Because Brad Johnson said there's a guy from Manawatu I scrummed against. Um, get him over as the replacement and they sent the wrong one. But Perry Harris still got an all black cap. Um, there's some good ones. Judo for McDowell. There it is. Someone's done it for me. Judo for McDowell selected for the 1980 Olympics. Bloody politics. Yes, Gary Knight, bronze in the Christchurch Commonwealth Games. See, we've got historians listening. I do like that. Um, I thought it was judo. So he was selected for the Olympics and didn't go. I must get my head around, because I don't really remember, because I know Ian Ferguson, the um, kayaker, um, he went to the 80 Moscow Olympics. I think about... Five New Zealanders went to the 1980 Olympics. I've just plucked that number out of the year. Did we have a, a modern pentathlete or something? But I know Ian Ferguson went, but whether he went under his own steam or who he competed for, I'm not quite sure. Um, Gary Knight from uh, Kerry, of course, the Axel. Uh, Richard Porkai, <laughs> Richard Pokai, as in Lowe. Richard Lowe, the county's Lucy was Alan Dawson, yes. Yes, Alan Dawson. Who did I say? I think I said Alan Dawson. Yeah, he's a great man. Great man. I went to a couple of um, a couple of years and I went to the MPC launch for the county's team, MC'd that, and what a cool province it is. I'm not saying the others aren't, but I really like the way the community get around um, counties and wonderful group of sponsors. 
Um, someone texted in, I played bowls against Kent Lambert last week. He told me he's had two knee replacements and one hip replacement. My word. It's a sacrifice, eh? The body, the body gives up when you play hard like that. And there was a there was a memorable game. Kent Lambert went away and played rugby league before rugby was professional, of course. And just for a year or two, and I can't remember who for, I'm going to say North Sydney, but I might be wrong. Um, and then he came back to Manawatu, but he had a life ban because he'd played professionally. But he turned up to a Manawatu game um, and was on the sideline and the crowd saw him and they started cheering for him. So he came on and played the last five or ten minutes, even though he was under a ban. It was wonderful. <laughs> it was wonderful. Uh, 0800 811, best scrummages in the world. Who do you reckon? Back with your calls after this. Uh, let's have a chat to Joey from Auckland. G'day, Joey. Yeah, g'day, Stabby. Yeah, yeah. look, you, you, you've got to go for toughness and an all-round um, mongrel, Richard Lowe. I mean, Lowe, he was just, you know, I mean, he he got away with a lot, but I tell you what, he was a tough... He'd be, he'd be the first guy I'd pick on my side if I wanted someone to, to ruffle someone up. He was good. And also, mate, one of the guys from down your way, Gary Knight. Gary Knight. Gary Knight. Manawatu, mate, he was all right. And, you know, you've got to have Fitzy and um, Fitzy uh, as, uh, as your hooker. And, and uh, you know, Tommy Norton was pretty tough too, but uh, also so was uh, Hickory. You know, Hickory, uh, you know, Hicka the hooker from uh, Tronga, you know, down that way. You know, he was he was tough too. But, um, you know, there's, there's plenty. You, you've got to go through, you know, Olo Brown was good. You know, you go through them. It's when it's the games they won, staff. I look at it. You know, that's what you you, you base them on. You know, how how you know they were in a good side, but they also won a hell of a lot of games through their accountability. You know, and, and, and it, it's hard to pick through errors, but um, you know that, that's just some of them you you would go through. Obviously, you go to Murdoch and that. You know, mm. you never saw the probably the best of him because you know. Uh, you know, he left and, and, and lived in Australia, but um, yeah, there was some there was some tough ones around for sure. Yeah, there sure were, and. Um there's a real difference in the old school prop and the modern day. You know, the modern day prop's got to catch and pass and got to be a link man. Back then, they just scrummed. There was no lifting in the line out and they just hit rucks and malls and just graft, eh? Yeah, well, these these, these guys, you know, these front rowers we've got coming through at the moment, um, they're going to be right up there in a few years' time. Mm. You know, these ones that have just come through on the on the this, this, this season, um, the group and that. They're, they're, he reminds me a lot of Richard Lowe in that, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're tough, you know, they're, they're real tough and, and, and they've got that little bit of mongrel that you've still got to have, yeah. but you've got to, you've got to curb it because, you, you know, you can't get sent off or whatever, but you've also, uh, you've got to ha- I, I believe you have to have it too, without a doubt. Mm. Good shout, Joey. Good stuff. Thanks, buddy. No worries, mate. Have a good day. Cheers, buddy. Um, I just looked up in the ad break the um, 1980 Olympics, and yes, there were five athletes. Originally, there was 99 selected, uh, but only five went, and they were four canoers, Ian Ferguson, Alan Thompson, Jeff Walker, Paul McDonald. Um, they were the four. Uh, Ian Ferguson finished seventh in the final of the K1 500 and 8th in the K1 1000 and Alan Thompson and Jeff Walker finished 8th in the K2 1000 and the K4 1000 didn't qualify and a modern pentathlete Brian Newth finished 40th 
There you go. Modern, but there was a whole string of... Um, just going to have a, Kim Robertson was selected for athletics. Eric McKenzie and Jack Swart for cycling. Uh, we had a hockey team was going to go. Um, a rowing team was going to go. A couple of swimmers. And Rick Dodson in the yachting, uh, along with a couple of others. So 99 were going to go, didn't go. But just the five, four canoers and a modern pentathlete. That was the 1980 Olympics. A uh, few more text messages, then the news, then we'll kick off in the next hour. And we're going to be talking to Mike Cron, former All Black scrum doctor. Let's see what he makes of our list and what he can offer us about the dark arts back in a moment.